We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. You probably know the feeling. Sweaty, fast breathing, quick heart rate. That's a cortisol spike. It feels awful and its imbalance is the cause of your anxiety. Rebalance Health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root. Rebalance Health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption, providing 24-hour relief. Live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it. Get 50% off your first month with code CALM23 at rebalancehealth.com. Brock Purdy. What's up, everybody? Tuesday, 1 p.m. Eastern. That means it's time to talk a little PGA DFS presented by Yahoo Fantasy. I am Ben Raza. I am joined as I always am. By Eric Linquist, we had the ability and pleasure of talking this tournament just a little bit on the Odd Shopper YouTube earlier today. We, we talked some bets. You can always go check that out. But here we're going to dive into our teams. We're going to try to make some money before we try to make some real big money at the PGA Championship. It's the week before a major, calm before the storm. How do you feel heading into the Byron Nelson? I feel pretty good. I will... I didn't feel good last week because I didn't get my lineups in, set the alarm. I'm Old. good for one of those a year. And uh, so I ran a 340 lineup train on DraftKings that had Paul Casey in it. So that was kind of over before it even began. Uh, wouldn't have done that. Obviously, wouldn't have even <laughs> no. had him in a single entry build uh, after all of the reports. Once he misses a pro-am, it's kind of like, yikes. But again, I want to play him. It seems like every golf course I've wanted to play him on, uh, it seems to set up perfectly for him. And then WDs, those don't set up well, but... Uh, that was kind of a brutal deal in the DFS streets, but still felt like a, on top of the board in terms of bets. Looked all right. Nothing really spectacular. So uh, I, I feel good just because it's a new week. Yeah, that's a terrible feeling. Ironically, I also miss lock. Uh, I didn't have dummy lineups, but I didn't get my full volume in. And after seeing what happened in the tournament, that was probably a blessing uh, <laughs> because I didn't have a ton to say on Wells Fargo. I didn't. I'm a quail hollow guy. I really mm-hmm. wanted him to play there and not Potomac. The weather was kind of a mess. Jason day melted. Max Homa is he Good. really next step for him is going to be, can he do this in majors? Because he has shown that he is a legitimate player, but we just haven't seen it next week style. So very impressive. Mm-hmm. Fitzy once again, lands lands in that T two. Anything else that you want to take away from Wells Fargo before we turn the page? So my two-man partner that I've talked about with the paddle, you know, we play all our four-ball stuff before. His partner before me was Max Homa growing up. So uh, steep downgrade for him, I would say. Four-time PGA Tour winner. Happy for him. Happy for my buddy that, you know, my best friend having uh, his buddy take down another PGA Tour, uh, Tour tournament. The guy's an absolute stud. Yeah, I mean, he's a legitimate top-end player at this point. When his putter cooperates, and it has been, you know, this guy, it's not just California anymore. So we had that. I had to suffer through the Kentucky Derby. We're not going to talk about that. But we turned the page, and let, let's turn the page, to TPC Craig Ranch. We saw this tournament last year. It's easy. I think that's the clear thing. There's going to be a lot of birdies. So when we go to an easy course like this, 
what do you do? Because I thought last week was was very difficult for, for various reasons. So do you throw last week out or do you still look at recent form in terms of what we just saw? I mean, last week was the gauntlet. And I mean, anybody who watched that Saturday round by Jason Day knows what I'm talking about. There were some weird things that could happen on that golf course, some really tight shots. You had some really difficult driving. I think it's a little bit easier in every single facet of the game this week. Get on some bent grass greens that seem to roll really, really nicely. We saw a lot of guys uh, have some ridiculous strokes, strokes gained putting last season. And that just comes down to green quality sometimes and not a ton of undulation from what it looks like. You have pretty benign, I would say, off the tee in terms of uh, trouble off the tee. Uh, definitely helps to be a bomber and, and definitely some strokes gained data we can take from guys who are just good off the tee being a positive here. But uh, going through the results of last year, I mean, 25 under winning score. You have a lot of guys that are live for that sub 70 every single round bonus. You've got guys that that are just going to pick this thing apart. And, you know, we didn't have as many big boppers last year in this field as what we got this time around. But, you know, I'm not going to penalize my boy Sam Burns for playing well around here last year. No, I mean, he's built for that. He's built to really take apart these easy courses, par five scoring, streaks, bonuses. All of these things are going to factor in, I think, you know, your abilities off the tee here, it's going to allow you to really separate if you want to. If you want to be aggressive off the tee, you absolutely can. Certainly going to need to make your fair share of putts. I guess I want to just ask you kind of a this similar question, though. This is not something we've seen year after year. Is it possible that we're just overrating it based off what we saw of a very small sample size? Um. No, I, I would say simply because if you go on Google, if you uh, go, again, I'm a big Google Earth guy as far as I like to go kind of see what the golf courses look like from the ground. It's fun for me. If nothing else, it, it's just kind of an exercise in knowing what's off the tee. If there's a certain ball fight, something that that might stick out, that might give you a tiny bit of an edge. But it's generally what I do preparing for my own golf tournaments here in Southern California, especially if it's like a private club. You can't go play a, a practice round at. You just get in the habit of looking at it. I don't really see a whole lot of difficulty off the tee here. And that would be the one thing, whether it was Mexico, which kept some of those guys in line, there's just water uh, off of some of those tee boxes last week, water on so many of those par fours where it just seemed like guys were grinding. And I mean, just absolutely grinding on the weekend. Um, I don't think because there's a lot of that, you're pretty much going to have wedges in a lot of these spots. It's sub, it, it, it seems longer near 7,500 yards, but it's going to play firm and fast. And last year there was a lot of rain leading into this golf tournament from what I remember and what I'm looking at in, in some stuff around the industry. But I feel as though that with long and dry, it brings a lot more of the guys into in, in the field into play distance becomes less prohibitive. It just is going to be a glorified putting fest. So prepare yourself. Yeah. I, it doesn't look overly difficult from any aspect. The rough isn't overly punishing. The greens aren't overly fast. The par fives are all very moderately distanced in the sense, if you rip a drive, you're getting there in two, no problem. Bent grass greens. I don't have a ton to say. I, I, I wanted to ask you that just to get your thoughts, but I'm in total agreement. I, I'm with you. I think what we saw last year is going to be a good indication of what we see. These guys are going to have to score. You're going to need to, to attack these pins get your streaks, get your bonuses. So I do think there's some of that when we talk about these builds, uh, obviously you want the best players, but you also need guys that are really prone to saying, okay, mm -hmm. I, I can take apart these courses. I'm not going to play conservative golf. Cause that's just simply not 
going to get it done here. But one other thing that you said, a little stronger field than we normally see. And we've got some of the world's best. And we get into it with Scotty Scheffler leading us off. It's going to be the top price player in any field until further notice. He's 10,900. You've got JT, DJ, Spieth, four guys north of 10. Scheffler, I mean, it's hard to say he didn't peak at the Masters because there's nowhere else to go. But where is he at in your priority list? How do you separate the top four? All right. So the guy's won four of his last six PGA Tour events. That seems <laughs> ideal, good. right? Is that, that's, that's a plus. That's, that's a positive. Did you also hear he shot 64 in his practice round at Southern Hills last week? Good. Hopefully he uses all his good rounds because uh, Scotty Scheffler winning another major would be problematic. Me. It's going to punish me because, I mean, if he plays well this week, he's going to punish me. I, 31.2% roster ship as it stands right now is too much for me to go up there and go get him. I think if you give me DJ, my guy DJ, uh, DJ here at 10-2, Justin Thomas 10-6, um, I, I'm just going to be taking pretty much everybody else here. Jordan Spieth has the one-year familiarity with this golf course as well. I feel like that's a plus decent enough top 10 here in this spot. It's, it's a home, it's a home home ish track, I would say for him. So I think that we've got an opportunity to, to roster pretty much anybody else in the range outside of Scheffler. Um, If you want to just jam, I don't blame you. It's really hard to say that he hasn't, doesn't have the best form of anybody in the last 10 years over a, a three month, four month sample size. So have that, but it won't be me. Yeah, it won't be me either. And it's it, it's always tough because Scotty Scheffler, we've seen this time and time again when he gets going. If he, if he plays at this level, he's going to keep winning. It's just very, very difficult to get to the highest price player in a field that has depth when he's also potentially the most popular player. And that that's just a tough combination. He's the favorite, but I don't think it's by that much personally. I would rather go down to really any of the other guys, but I, I'm going to highlight Spieth for a second. We saw okay. him... Uh, kind of steal, in my opinion, the win at Heritage. He, I didn't think he had a chance. He posted, got into the playoff and won, but he was just putting on a clinic to tell. If you told me that Jordan Spieth lost two and a half strokes putting in an event and he won the event, I, I would say that that doesn't make any sense because he leans on the putter more than most. And he just put on a clinic at Heritage with the ball striking over four strokes gained in every other category. That's practically unheard of. I think he's going to like this course, certainly can go low. So I, I like speed at 10-1. Give me the savings. Not going to push back. I know you mentioned this morning to me that you bet DJ at 22-1. to 1, So I assume you're comfortable starting with him. Yep, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with it. And, you know, Scotty Scheffler's played here before he finished 47th. Feel like that's a decent enough spot. But I, I think that our friend Jeff uh, in, in the DFS streets, he, he brought up some comps between this and TPC Scottsdale. I see some TPC Boston as well. And that was an absolute shootout in 2020 that we saw him play the Northern Trust when it was there during the PGA Tour playoff season. The guy shot 30 under and went completely berserk. Now, he was playing a lot better then than he is now, but we're starting to see some of that form return a 12th at the Masters, a ninth at the Players, which I don't think of being a phenomenal build for him or a golf course that's particularly suited for him. And that just comes from spike putting weeks. And 
you know, uh, we have our buddy Mike Campbell hanging out in the chat. He goes, oh, I don't want to consider putting. Well, I consider putting if everybody is, if they're doing everything else well. And it seems like DJ is doing everything except for the putter consistently. But when it's been good, he's had some massive spike weeks in the last year or so. 9.5 at the Tour Championship, 5.8 at the BMW, 5.4 at the Players in between some average to poor putting performances. So uh, spike week kind of potential lower ownership than anybody else in the range. I feel pretty confident uh, starting with him in builds. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday. You probably know the feeling. Sweaty, fast breathing, quick heart rate. That's a cortisol spike. It feels awful and its imbalance is the cause of your anxiety. Rebalance Health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root. Rebalance Health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption, providing 24-hour relief. Live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it. Get 50% off your first month with code CALM23 at rebalancehealth.com. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you look at his recent four, it hasn't been vintage DJ all year, I'll give you that. But over the last couple of months, he played the Players, Valspar, the Masters, and Heritage. Three of those four courses are very technical, tight tracks where you're not leaning on his best asset, which is off the tee game. This certainly should allow him that. Will his putter cooperate? Who knows? But DJ's shown that when he gets hot putting, he can get very, very hot. I'm, I'm not going to push back there. Last question I ask you every single week. How often do you think you're going to have two of the four in the same lineup? Almost never. Uh, this week, I'm, I find it hard to believe because uh, Scotty Scheffler along with X, I mean, I'm going to be at half or less than half the field, probably less than half the field on, on Scotty Scheffler. It just won't be me that's going up there and getting close to 30%. Actually, I'll just say this right now. I find it impossible that I'm even going to get to 10% of Scotty Scheffler here on the top end. So uh, if he burns me, which is very, very likely he burns me, but I think Justin Thomas, DJ Spieth, all three of them I prefer. I just find it hard that I need to roster two of them, considering the nines are just extremely strong, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I get the depth. Um, I'm not worried about Scheffler. That's that's not not in the sense that I'm not worried he's going to burn me. I just <laughs> I know I know what yeah. I'm going to do there. I, I definitely am not going to get over that type of allocation. So I, I'll spread. I'm definitely more keen than you at first glance here to double up. I, I was playing around this morning, very intro with some, some JT Spieth builds and it was fine. Uh, very easy to do, but you did allude that the nine K range is a tough range to, to fade. And if you do double up North of 10, that's what you're going to be doing. So you won't be able to get most likely the Hideki's, the Xander's burns will Z's of the world. Let's talk about these guys. There's about eight names in this, and these are some serious, serious players. Uh, where are you drawn? Where do you look to start in the nines? Uh, X-Man and Sam Burns. Those are the two guys that I'm going to make her break my week with uh, pretty heavily. I'll let you make the case for Xander because he's your boy. And I know that he's somebody that you bet <laughs> yeah. in the outright market here this week. So I'll let you, I'll let you talk to him. Uh, you know, I'm also just upset. He just made me look like an idiot once upon a time at the SCGA amateur in San Diego. He's pretty good at golf. We'll put it that way. Um, I, I think 
the the proverbial monkey off the back here getting a PGA tour title there. Yes. It was a team play event, but I think that X is kind of suited to play some good golf here. Uh, once again, I'll let you talk about him, but my boy, Sam Burns second here last season, uh, he is built to go low. He's a guy that just does everything across the board. Well, around the green game, uh, seems to be about the weakest part of his game over the course of the last 50, hundred rounds, but I'm pretty non-concerned on this track. It, it won't seem like that difficult to, to get around and scramble in some spots. Uh, it's going to just be a birdie fest and he's built for that fifth and DK points amongst this entire field. We know he, he's more of a Bermuda specialist, but even on bent, he's been getting better uh, rolling the rocks. So uh, putting wise seventh in strokes game putting amongst this field. I know that we just got done with a lot of Bermuda tracks over the course of that last 50 round sample size, but doesn't take away from the fact that he is striping it. Give me Sam Burns. Yeah. I, I, listen, I, I get the case. I would push back and you not even push back. Cause you, you said it certainly would prefer him on Bermuda where he does his best work on the greens. I think that is a real factor, but this guy has shown it ball striking wise. He can compete and, and the putting has gotten a lot better on the other surfaces. So I get it. I'm going to make the case for Xander. I like chat, never get him right. I liked him at the masters. <laughs> he had one birdie rebounds wins the Zurich with, with Cantley. I just look at his stats and everything truly does check out. It hasn't been the best year for him, but he gains in every category off the T game is strong. He can go low. I'm not worried about anything like that. He has no glaring weakness. It's just a very, very good strength. And I actually think that Xander low key is better in just easy, suitable conditions than really grinding it out. I know we've seen him, you know, has success at, at opens and, and some of these other things, but I actually like Xander when the winning score is going to be higher. So I looked at him at 22 to one. I will look to him in the, in the start of my teams here and you can easily double up. But what about Decky? He's just kind of there. Yeah. Here's the thing like Decky in terms of like iron form, like that's, that's really what you want to be making your hay with this week, hit it close, make a couple short putts mm-hmm. and, and just go low in that category. And, if anybody has gone low on difficult courses and easy courses alike over the course of the last couple of years, I mean, Hideki has some ridiculous ability in that regard, but can he do it for four rounds right now? I don't really know. It's, it's been kind of a, a struggle to get a gauge for what's going on. Phoenix open. He really excelled with those irons. Genesis, they regressed. Arnold Palmer gets out with the irons, the masters. I always expect him to play well. It's kind of, perfectly suited for for what he does in in terms of ball striking um just kind of an aerial attack but uh since the sony open we haven't really seen him take the bull by the horns if you will like it's been a little bit sporadic in terms of the putter we've seen some decent enough form maybe we're kind of just sleeping on him and he needs to get some more consideration but xander sam burns even will z joaquin i i prefer everybody else and he's at that 9900 number yeah, he, he seems to be a guy that when you get him right, you're going to get paid off because he does come in surprisingly low owned uh, compared to previous years in the DFS world. Sub 15% projected right now, that would be the lowest of everybody I just listed off. So maybe he needs more consideration. But as it stands right now, I don't really feel like I want to make the case for him over anybody else. Yeah, I don't have a strong take. It's tough. We, so he missed a full month before the yeah. Masters. He was struggling with the back or the neck. He looked good at, at Augusta, but in a true birdie fest, Decky's always going to be a step behind because he simply doesn't make enough putts, even though he can mask it with his irons. So I'm not ruling him out by any stretch. And if he's low owned, I will try to 
potentially get over, but I prefer uh, Xander. I prefer Neiman at 35 to one in the outright market. I think that's a ridiculous number, but let me work down just a little bit and then we'll go to the mid range and I'll tell you guys about what we got going on at Yahoo. But what about Brooks and Fleetwood? They're the last two names in this range. Tommy Fleetwood has been playing good golf. Brooks, I don't know what to nope. do. Yay or nay? Remember, I bet Brooks at, in, what was it, the waste management or something, and he almost got there, didn't get paid off there. And since then, I, I, don't, I don't really know what to do with him. Um, he's kind of a difficult guy to get any kind of a gauge on what you're supposed to see. I don't see it. In 9,200, I can get down to some some you know, 7k players that have shown equal recent form. I, I don't really have any strong lean. He's already gaining over 10% traction. One of the attractive things about Brooks has been when he's around 5% or so, uh, but that's not the case. I would much prefer Fleetwood between the two if you made me pick, but I don't really have a strong lean going his direction either. He might fall into some lineups, but um, you know, can, can get hot with the irons that can be his forte from time to time, but it hasn't shown up in his last 50 around 76th in strokes gain approach. He's decent enough at the short game at the moment. Um, not, not a huge case for him either. Would I be surprised if he went low here? Probably not, but the field is pretty wide open on a golf course like this. You got to make putts and he's capable of doing it. So maybe, but Brooks, definitely not. I, I mean, I listen, Brooks has just been a, a roller coaster. Third miscut, 16th miscut, 12th miscut. I, I don't know what to do with him. He's he's showing that he has it in there. It's just not sustained right now. I've been buying on Tommy Fleetwood. I thought that he really should have gotten more out of heritage. He gained eight strokes putting and he came in 10th. Not a bad showing, but those are the that if he's ever going to win, it's going to be something like that. Bent mm. is not his preferred surface. I don't mind it because he's the lowest of the range, but if I had to rank, let, let's let's close this out with a ranking here of the nines. It would be Xander one, Neiman two, and then probably Fleetwood for the price three. Oh, just you, you won't ever. No, I won't ever give him credit. You're never going to give fine. Sam Burns credit. Sam Burns is fine. I just strongly prefer Xander. Sam Burns one, Xander two. I'll go Will Z three, and I never ever recommend will z but if you talk about going low talk about this kind of potential joaquin neben probably four in in regards for me so you 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 give it back to me because you disrespect neiman yeah well but i didn't disrespect him no, i'm you just did. saying fourth in the 9k range which i want to play a lot more than jordan spieth and and again scotty scheffler and justin thomas going back to that just for stewie for one second i love justin thomas i Same. absolutely love him scotty scheffler i absolutely love him i i for a year and a half of doing these shows all i can say is how good scotty scheffler is and how he dominated the corn fairy and it was always coming but guess what there reaches a point where you got paid off awesome now let everybody chase you have to let them chase because this kind of form it's been proven is not sustainable unless your name was tiger woods in 2000 yeah, we've seen as crazy as it's been. We have seen this before. Guys do this and then they regress. And Scotty Scheffler is an amazing player. He's going to be there for a long time. But I don't think that he's just far and away the best player every single week, even in this iteration. But I'm with you there. Let's move on. But let me tell you again, you got it on your screen. I asked you how you did that. And we've got it on the screen. Yahoo Fantasy. We have partnered up with them this PGA season. We've got these offers. They're exclusive. They are limited time. I know we've been running them, but they will be ending at some point. If you sign up 
you get one free month of Awesome o Plus Platinum. So if you are looking and you've seen our tools and you re-reference the ownership, feel like I would love to get that. Well, this is an easy way to get that free month. Deposit and play over on Yahoo. Not only are you going to get access to a great DFS site with softer contests and better rake, you're going to get the free month of Awesome o Plus Platinum in addition. So there's just no reason not to do that. You get our tools uh, that support this. Very, very easy. Link in the description of this video. It is right there and it is on the screen. Very, very easy and very worthwhile. Now, we've talked about the tens. We talked about the nines. I think it starts to drop off, honestly, after Fleetwood. Mm -hmm. I always say there's a, a spot. And to me, that's it. You've got Adam Scott, Taylor Gooch, Vegas, who's playing really well. Kokrak, just go. Go to Saudi Arabia. I, I don't want to deal with it, but he is still here. Jason Day, Aaron Wise, and Hadwin. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. You probably know the feeling. Sweaty, fast breathing, quick heart rate. That's a cortisol spike. It feels awful and its imbalance is the cause of your anxiety. Rebalance Health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root. Rebalance Health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption, providing 24-hour relief. Live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it. Get 50% off your first month with code CALM23 at rebalancehealth.com. Talk to me about the 8K range. I will be underweight to every single player in the 8K range except for Aaron Wise. All right, talk to me then. I like the way you put that. Let me ask you about some of the guys you're, you're probably not interested yeah. in. What is the thing about Johnny Vegas that maybe doesn't get you over? Uh, I expect him to probably get steamed up a little bit more. Oh, okay. uh, he's at 8% right now. I think that that's wrong. Feels like at 8,400, it'll be a guy people land on. But the around the green game and putting, just the combination of the two have just been so abysmal. The Irons can definitely be there. 10th in terms of strokes gained approach over his last 50 and 6th. And DK points. Now, if he's going to be sub 10%, I'm okay with him being like around the field. Like that would be the one caveat, but I expect mm-hmm. him to be more popular than that. Would, wouldn't you agree? I w- I mean, listen, it's, it's yeah. early on Tuesday. Exactly. I, we're going to see adjustments. And I do think that Johnny Vegas will be north of 10%. He gained 10 strokes with the irons last week at Wells Unreal. Fargo. He's got three straight top twenties. He can be aggressive here. He's a Texas guy. I, I, I like it. I think that Vegas sets up very well, ownership dependent, but I'm going to get over if it's anywhere near that. You can make the case for Aaron Wise, so I don't have to. Go ahead. Yeah, Aaron Wise, uh, once again, the putter, is the only bugaboo in terms of his game. 11th and DK points. The only bugaboo. It is a massive bugaboo. Is that kind of more inapt of what we're going for? Yeah, I don't know. Like that's that's more beyond the bugaboo. It's, it's, um, uh, it's a virus that's in his body regarding putting quack quack but Aaron wise it's not ideal uh the guy can absolutely go low here he's played well in Texas before I believe he has his first W on the PGA tour came in this state and uh just is all around a score yeah a different golf course back Trinity Forest on Trinity Forest back of the I mean that was lovely yeah clouds nose with uh John uh, I almost said John with uh Tony Romo out there whacking golf balls around that was fun 
but I feel pretty good about Aaron Wise. He was a good buy. I know Jason talked about him uh, for leading into the Mexico Open. He showed nothing to get me off of him there. 7.8 strokes gain with the approach. Yahtzee, let's keep that going, young man, because uh, that's that's the one guy I think in the AK range I really want to make a strong stand for. You know, even just looking into more of Jonathan Vegas, I said that you named like the one guy that I'm all right with um in, in the entire range but adam scott definite no taylor gooch no because he'll be crazy popular i think okay poke rack get out of here jason day we'll see he's low owned but chasers exist and you know i didn't see a lot of inspiring form of the weekend but if you throw that out around the green game the putter it's just nice to see some flashes uh from time to time it would be nice to see some he's now lost three straight with the putter and we always talk about him getting back to what he does best and that is the putter he did pretty much everything else well besides that. So if you can get the putter to flip, decent enough. But uh, again, I, I don't really think he'll be around 4 or 5%. Uh, that makes it kind of problematic. This entire 8K range is just trash to me outside of the likes of maybe Vegas pending the ownership if it's going to be low and my boy Aaron Wise. Yeah, I mean, day it's one of those things. It's always difficult. If you didn't watch at all, if you didn't know what happened last week and you saw that he came in 15th, You'd say, wow, okay, he gained six strokes with the irons. This looks good. He just couldn't really putt, but I like what I saw. Having seen what actually happened, it's a little frustrating. Uh, uh, that was a real opportunity mm -hmm. for him, and he wasn't even a factor when it was all said and done. But I, I'm okay with it as a tournament flyer. For me, the priority in the range would be Johnny Vegas. I think he's playing really well. He sets up well. No pushback on Aaron Wise. Last guy we didn't really talk, or Cameron Champs, just from the clouds in this range. I, he wasn't two seconds ago, I felt like. But what about Hadwin? Super consistent. He's gained in four straight with the approach, four straight tee to green, three inside the top 10. He seems like a cash play. Yes. I, I'm not going to push back on people if they want to play him in tournaments. He just seems like he's fairly priced and a very solid target. Yeah, it, green across the board in terms of strokes, gain data, everything looks decent. As you said, I think pretty cashy in that regard. Yeah. I always get worried about him because you see somebody who has three top tens in their last four events, hasn't burned anybody yet. You still have that miscut lingering from the Genesis, the farmers miscut there. But between that, every single other event where he's gotten through, he's converted it into a top 25 uh, or a top 26, I guess. He finished 26 at the RBC Heritage this season. I think that's going to make him pretty darn popular. So he's kind of a, out by default because... I get Aaron Wise at, at a little bit comparable ownership. Just give me him every time. That's kind of how I feel about Taylor Gooch. I have no problem with the play. He's been very solid. I thought he stepped up and was really fantastic at the Masters. I was I was impressed there a lot. Kind of like Corey Connors a couple of years ago at the Masters when he he really stepped up in his first trip. It's just I prefer Vegas and I prefer Fleetwood, so he is getting squeezed for me. If I have shares and I land on Taylor Gooch, it's not a big deal. I'd be fine with it but I would take Vegas over him and Fleetwood over him, or I would bump to wise. The last guy, if you want to say anything about Cameron champ, now would be your time. I don't have anything to say on him. I will cede my time to the floor, to the floor. Thank you. Chairman, chairman of the board. All Welcome. right. Uh, I did bet champ at Mexico and he was in the mix. But that yeah. was the formula. He gained was, six strokes off the tee and with the putter. And he it was absurd. He Stupid. played really, really good. But also, he gets in a rhythm with the driver. It's kind of other world. There's not that much to gain with getting in a rhythm with a driver out here. There's going to be a lot of guys who don't necessarily hit it that well off the tee. Again, 
it's one of those things that you look at. It, you just need to hit it close because you're going to have to make a ton, a ton of birdies. And Cameron Champ can do that on golf courses that are more demanding off the tee. This ain't that. It just doesn't look like that to me. No, listen, if I make bomber stacks, he'll probably be in that conversation, but he's not a factor for me. I'd honestly rather play Hadwin. Yeah. I'd rather bump to the sevens where we've got Norrin, Seamus, Siwoo. Uh, who is this? Mark Leishman. I've heard of him. Maverick McNeely, Matt Kuchar, Lanto, who played well last week. Davis Riley, who's just – if he was 6,000, I wouldn't have even noticed. I guess he's still hanging on some of that good form. It, we're in the firm mid-ranges now. Are you drawn to a specific player, or is it a mix-and-match situation? It's going to be actually a mix-and-match mix situation. I think first guy, uh, your guy, Alexander Norin, you talked about him leading into this golf tournament. This was the golf tournament that you talked about him leading into uh, last season that kind of gave us the wave. A Alex Norin really put together some decent form in some spots, and you've been really adept to, to being on him at the right times, especially this season. Sixth at the Phoenix Open, fifth at the Honda I don't think this golf course is anywhere near uh, the, the the Honda comp, but a lot of people drawing things to TPC Scottsdale from it. And I don't really mind seeing 7.4 strokes gain putting from the man. Uh, that has always been his calling card going back to the, uh, the WP tour, the, the European tour back in the day here. Um, but he just can spike these massive, massive putting weeks. I think in a shootout type, style type event, Going back to his Euro Tour days, that is something he's always excelled at. So I think 7,900, my first buy, Alex Noren. Yeah, I don't know if it was just me or something did change with him. When, when Alex Noren came over, I truly thought that he was built for brutal conditions. Really good scrambler. He makes his putts. He's going to win a PGA Tour event by, by posting eight under. Uh, it's changed. In the last couple of years, the 3M type events have been where he, he's excelled. And this is that. This is make a bunch of putts, go really low, attack the par fives. I actually think that Alex Norton somehow is more prone to winning tournaments at 20 under now than 10 under. And that was not the case for a long time. I'm going to continue to buy on him. He hasn't missed cuts. He's been very consistent. Seamus is fine. I have no problem with him at the same price, but I would prefer Norton between the two, I got to ask you your resident Maverick McNeely truther. Oh, yeah. uh, he's also extremely consistent finding the weekend T to green clinic. Is it just keep playing Maverick until he eventually breaks through? What if I told you Maverick McNeely seventh in DraftKings scoring over his last 56th in his last 75 rounds on the PG tour 30 for 30, the Maverick McNeely experience brought to you by, I don't know who, who sponsors I, I it. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. It's Neither like, uh, it's 30 for 30. The bit was good until then. It, it yeah, no, you had it. It was just, you, you pushed it too hard. You shouldn't have went for the sponsorship. Sorry. It's a working mistake. It's all right. I, I liked where you're going there. I'm Thank with you. you on Maverick. So. Cool. It, just just, just invest in the guy who's already a billionaire, regardless of what he does. <laughs> like, you should understand that Maverick McNeely's only goal in life, the reason he's on the PGA Tour is because he wants to be. He doesn't have to be. I mean, Perhaps. Maverick's just a talent, and he's he, so good. This is the the situation. I'm not saying he's Scotty Scheffler. I'm not. But what I am saying is that I feel like Maverick's ceiling has not been even close to tapped into price wise. Mm -hmm. Maverick Same. Neely could be a legitimate nine k golfer week in and week out, and and we haven't seen that. Even though he's been very consistent, it just hasn't broke through. So I'm I'm totally on board with that. As you work down, a guy like Lanto. I get it. He, he did look good last week. He really put on a clinic teeter green the last couple of weeks, and I'm not sure what to make of it. 
I'm going to put him in a, in a bucket with a couple other guys that have that same good results in Mexico, good results at Wells Fargo. His around the green game is absolutely broken, but at a place like this, maybe he doesn't have to use that as much. Yeah. I, I don't mind him, but I think you overlook Davis Riley a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, do. you want to talk about good results in Mexico fifth, second at the Bals bar. Now he's going to be volatile. He's going to be a guy that, uh, irons wise, he lost two and a half strokes with the irons. So again, I'm more iron heavy this week. He might fall out a little bit as a result of it, but it's a guy that I'm definitely going to have some shares of if he's going to be a little bit, um, well, no, he's 11.2%. Never mind. Right off. Good time. That's an easy fade for me. He yeah, gained that's, nine that's strokes gone. putting in Mexico. And Is he that good? Seven strokes. Yeah. I mean, he's getting paid off when he does that, but if he doesn't, yeah. It's not great right this now cut. for Davis Riley. Yeah. Uh, KH Lee was the winner here. His irons are kind of broken right now. Can't so I get, it. you know, if you're building a bunch of teams and you want to sprinkle, no problem. Not a priority for me. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions. And it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions. And yet there he is suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors built with aerospace precision deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase and no subscription headaches. Hensonshaving.com slash holiday. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more. I'm just going to rattle up a couple names. Feel free to advocate for any of them. You've got Munoz, Straka, Mito, Harmon, Bubba. Any of these type of guys pique your interest? Uh, not particularly. Uh, you can always talk me into Killa Keith a little bit. I can, I can take some shares of him in that mid-sevens. He said like Mito, Bubba. I mean, Brian Harmon's had some good form, but I just don't really draw a whole lot off of last week. He can always be a solid. I mean, isn't it just nuts that he hits the ball nowhere and yet gains every single week off the tee? I mean, he is such an anomaly in so many ways. Uh, The Irons gaining five at the Wells Fargo is a beautiful thing to look at. The putter is starting to get back into form after a rough beginning of the season. Uh, That massive tailor-made spider that he's still using, but... Uh, I feel like Brian Harmon's an all right buy in the mid mid sevens, but nothing that I'm taking some kind of a strong stance with. Agree. He he does gain without being long off the tee. He knows what he's doing with the putter. Clearly, he can really roll it. The irons have been hit or miss. I think the price is is more than fair. Uh, seems pretty reliable. He, he could be cash viable. Honestly, it's it's nothing crazy. I will lean on our top golfers tool and our leverage tool, which is my favorite tool at the site for PGA where you're, where you're seeing not just as a guy, cause it's all in context. A guy can be a good play, but if, if everyone else for some reason is jamming him, the pressure on where he has to finish to burn you is really elevated. And, and sometimes the leverage score helps identify some of the guys that are worth the risk. And then other guys that maybe are not enough in the reward department. So I get it. Now it gets, I said, Adam Scott was the cliff. This really might be the cliff. Polter, who's another guy, just go. Go to your new tour. Kurt Kitayama, 
Ryan Palmer, Bez, CT Pan, who I've been playing a lot, uh, and Fratelli. Same question. Do any of these guys pique your interest? Can we go down to 7,300? Because I, I, I don't want to Seven- talk about 7,400. Who, List? Oh, yeah. Or Hoagie? Come on, List. I'm all aboard the Luke List train. If you haven't been invested in Luke List throughout the entire, I don't know, last however long. Decade. I know it hasn't. It hasn't been beautiful, but what happens is he gets average putting weeks and he wins golf tournaments. So uh, in GFS, that is pretty useful. I will also say, I think he's the kind of guy who benefits. So you get some longer rough in a spot like Torrey Pines and, and he he's able to kind of dominate in that regard off the tee. Um, you know, only gained 1.3 there. Gained a lot with the, with the stroke and approach, but that was his only positive putting week. This entire season, we're talking about one of the elite ball strikers on the PGA Tour. And in a shootout type scenario on benign greens, that can flip. That is definitely something that I want to be paying attention to. So Luke List, I I feel like he's a buy for me every week already. He's always low owned. He has win potential if the putter ever is flat or if he gains. God forbid he gains like he did at Torrey Pines and wins golf tournaments. So it's just something that on less benign greens, I, I... Think of Torrey Pines as really not that difficult of greens too. Uh, Luke List is actually a decent buy, two percent. Uh, give me, give me north of that by a ways. Yeah, I mean it's an easy case to make. You just know what you're getting into. It, he can be capped in upside by the putter, and he usually is. But if he finds the weekend, elite score par fives can really take them apart. And if the putter gives you anything you know, it's a tough ask to think that it will. I mean, he's truly amongst the worst putters on tour, but I'm okay still with him. CT Pan, I just want to make my case once again. Uh, I'm just going to continue to play this guy. His results are just slowly getting better and no one's really paying attention. 48th, 41st, 42nd, 29th, and then 15th last week. He's been positive T to green in every one. He's been positive off the T in four straight, positive on the approach in four straight. Positive with the putter in two straight. Everything is clicking. This course will not be too long for him. He'll be able to navigate it. It's not going to be a big deal. 7,300, nothing crazy, but CT Pan in the player pool for the third straight week for May. Mm-hmm. Love it. CT Pan is actually a, a decent enough target. Uh, last guy in the low sevens for me because, you know, God forbid, I, I, I can't do the Matt Wolf thing. I saw some Matt Wolf I want to ask you about that. I can't that. do it. I can't so, do it. Okay. I love Matt Wolf and I can't do it. We knew it was going to, at some point, I've been saying this for a while, at some point he's randomly going to flip the white switch. I'm not sure that was Wells Fargo per se. He came in 25th. He wasn't really there. He flashed it. I do think this is a pretty good setup in the sense that Matt, Matt Wolf to me, clearly prefers 30 under from five under. I, I don't mm-hmm. think that that's an argument, even though he does have the U.S. Open uh, runner up. But 3M is how I always picture him because he won there. But just in general... I don't know what to do. I looked at him. I think 80 to one still in the hour market is a fine price. If you want to just say, let me sprinkle and, and forget about him in DFS. I don't really have a lot of interest here because I still think the miscut equity is so high. It's just not really worth it. Can he be part of the pool? Absolutely. But give me list. Give me CT pan. And dare I say, give me Aaron Rye question. There you mark? go. Larry, okay. let's go. All aboard the Aaron Rye train. Nice to have you. Nice to I have don't know you. Oh, it's a train, but there that are tip. some people. It's yeah. a little caravan. Sure. Well, here's the thing one bad round of golf does not a bad golfer make. And man, he came out of the gate hot again. 
He's been hitting that tight little draw. Iron's just been on fleek. Off the tee, he's always going to be positive to some extent. Uh, that's kind of what he did uh, back in Europe, and, and that's kind of what we're looking for out of him. But the, the Irons have been positive now in seven, well, six straight. I guess we don't have Corrales data, but six straight that we have data for positive with the, with the approach. That is a big plus. Putter's kind of been back and forth, but we saw what happens at the Zurich when he gets the putter going a little bit. There was some solid form there. So that's not showing up in the old, uh, the old StatCast data. So I'm, I'm feeling all right looking at a guy like Aaron Rye here uh, without shot tracker. I feel like that that tournament, People might be overlooking him. It, it looks like he's garnering a little bit of attention in this range, but at 5%, this has been a long-term buy for me for a long time. I'm not jumping off now. Yeah, I, I don't think his ownership is going to be a, a big deal regardless of where it falls. A couple other guys in the sevens I always want to mention. Matthias Schwab is not getting it done for me. Going to have to cool, cool the brakes there. I'm not saying I'm ruling him out, but just got severe problems off the tee right now. I don't know why. It was never a long-term issue. Everything else looks fine, but he missed another cut last week, and he's just not really clicking. Chad asked about Brendan Todd. I'm not, also, go ahead, please. No, Chad also talked about freaking Sean Norris. It's like I, I don't really have interest in any. Sean Norris. Yeah, he came over from Japan, apparently. That's like a thing that he came over from Japan to play in this event. It's like playing a lot in Japan. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard the name. I played him a little in Europe, but no Sean Norris yeah. for me. I, I, if he was in the mid, like, yeah. sixes maybe, but not at this price, I don't see it. Yeah, I'm going to play Figula. I think that the, seeing the Mexico Open, positive off the tee, positive approach, positive with the putter, a little bit negative in, around the green game. Uh, once again, we're just looking at the Phoenix Open comp that everybody's been kind of drawing to on Twitter.com, specifically our friend Jeff. I want to give him a shout-out for sure. Um, definitely had some stuff there, but we all know that Aaron Rye is going to be a buy for me every week. And Figula always barner, uh, always, um, what well, I don't even know the word I'm looking for right now, uh, barring any kind of crazy ownership going his direction. There we go. Found it Uh 6.6%. That's not enough for me to get away from him either. I probably won't have room for him, but I get it. He's in the, in the long-term buy category. Uh, Brendan Todd, the more I look, I guess if it's it really going to be, dependent on what you value off the tee. If you think that off the tee is going to be a wash, I totally get going to Brandon Todd. Great putter, can do the irons. He can attack the par fives without being long. All of that is great. If you think that you can separate off the tee, obviously that is his big pain point. He is down there amongst the worst drivers on tour. He doesn't hit it long and he doesn't even hit it particularly straight. Like it's just not good. Uh, So I'm not really looking to do that. Another question, and I know we're going to talk a little line of construction as we go down, and we're going to get to the real cheapies in just a second. Do you anticipate landing in the sevens for your last man? Or are you saying, you know what, the range we're about to get to with the sixes, I'm more than comfortable being in there? Uh, I'm going to get to some sixes because, again, these low scoring type events, let me go through the leaderboard. And I know we had a lot of uh, we had a lot of guys on the top end that that are playing this time around that were not there in 2021 leading in, you know, to a major in this spot, they have to go all of one state North to get to the PGA championship here. But KH Lee, Sam Burns, of course, my boy, Charles Schwartzel, Daniel Berger, Pan Kazire, Scott Stallings, Joseph Bramlett, Troy Merritt, Doc Redman, Jonathan Vegas, Jordan Spieth, Seamus Power. Those are your top 10 from last season. So in the middle of Burns, Berger, 
and and Spieth, there are a lot of guys that were sitting 7K, 6K for this event. I think that that's something you definitely want to consider. Luke Donald, even a 13th here last season. Uh, those are the kind of guys that on a, a scoring fest, you get more of the field involved in a way where the more difficult golf courses, it's harder to imagine in like a PGA type setup or a, a US Open type setup that some of these guys come out of the abyss to, to really perform well. I think what I just took from that list, and again, I'm not overhauling anything, but there were a lot of guys who do not lean off the tee there that yeah. had some pretty good success. I mean, when I, you're, I agree. And I, that's what I've been saying the whole time is like, this golf course is not hard off the tee. And now it's going to be much firmer and faster than what it was last season. So distance is not going to be a thing. Like distance is pretty neutralized just because you're going to be able to hit your spots out there. It's going to roll out to it. The rough isn't tough. It is all about angles. It is all about iron play. And, and for the most part, it is just not a very demanding golf course. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting t- tomorrow night, live before lock me and Jason Rosen. We're going to get into that even more because I, I am definitely more on the off the tee stacks and leaning off the tee than you, but I'm, I'm quickly uh, regressing saying, okay, that maybe uh, I'm, I'm going to have some teams like that, but I think you're making a very good case for some of these guys in that department. Patrick Rogers would be the last guy here. He looked good in Mexico, flipped off the tee. It's simple as that. He gained five strokes off the tee after bleeding strokes for months on end. So if you want to chase that, Patrick Rogers is a guy that can get crazy hot and he's probably going to be your last man in. But let's kick off the sixes. The whole range is open. Where do you go if you had to play, uh, you know, say one guy in the sixes? Let's start there. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season test your skills on prize picks the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports just select two or more players pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats and place your entry it's as easy as that if you have the skills you can turn ten dollars into 250 dollars with just a few taps Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code PLAY100. That's code PLAY100 at prizepicks.com slash play 100 for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy are you ready for this you ready um yeah i'm ready i've seen i've been i've been waiting for this one because it's time is this steven yeager it's steven yeager how did you know it is oh go ahead i'm not gonna steal your thunder i promise but i will say over on the Odd Shopper YouTube, which if you haven't gone checked out, Odd Shopper YouTube, go and subscribe over there. We have a ton of great betting content, and it helps with your DFS process as well. Steven Yeager on Putting for Dough, which is our betting show for PGA, 
was my favorite top 40 of the week at plus 230. I love that number for Steven Yeager. Go ahead. All right, here you go. So I made the massive case for Steven Yeager coming into the fall season, said I wanted him to be my macro buy. That was the macro buy when you brought that up to me as the thing that really is what you wanted out of a player. And let me tell you how this went. Not well. He had a fifth, second, second, fourth, fourth, second. Those are four. No, those are six. Did I list off one, two, three, four, five, six? Six top fives in his last 10 Corn Ferry Tour events and a 34th at the U.S. Open, where he just gains around the green in such a pronounced, ridiculous way. I, I'm not sure what his 60 degree is made out of, but we should all get one because his around the green game is just absurd. And that's translated decently well outside of the heritage off week in that regard. But I could not believe how bad he was off the tee. I could not even possibly rationalize how bad he was off the tee at the beginning of his PGA Tour career. I made a huge case for him, goes out to the Barbasol, loses eight strokes off the tee there, loses four at the Fortinet, loses 2.8 at Sanderson Farms, and 1.4 at the Shriners. I swore this guy off. I said I would never do it again, but the glimmer of hope. He gained half a stroke off the tee last week, and that was a demanding, demanding situation. Plus, this week, I truly do think off the tee is more neutralized when it's firm and fast. You play to the strength of his around the green and putting game. 4.9 strokes game with the approach as well. The irons have gotten hot now two weeks in a row. This is the guy at 6,900. We have seen these corn fairy guys when they start to start to churn the wheels, Scotty Scheffler, I'm not talking about him specifically, but like when they start churning the wheels, they are adept to scoring. They're adept to playing well in these kind of events because this is what they do every single time they end up on the Corn Ferry Tour if they lose status or, in his case, built up to the PGA Tour. So I am back on the macro buy Steven Yeager train. Can't wait to be hurt again. I'm with you. I've said this for a long time. Look at the leaderboards on the Corn Ferry every week. 25 under is a thing. And those guys just have a different mentality. I think it actually translates better for when some of these guys are the veterans of the tour, they play defensive golf, rightfully so, because they're, you know, a lot of the tougher courses and bigger events, it's about not making mistakes, hitting it in the center of the green, lagging from 40 feet. If you do that, you're just going to miss the cut here. You need to attack, you need to score. So I I absolutely get that. Patton Kazire was just brought up. No problem there. He looked good here last year, Texas putting, all of that checks out. I want to ask you, though, about Chad has been bringing this guy up, Tom Kim, Jung Hoon Kim. He's only 19. Will you have him in the player pool at all? No, neither will I. OK, I don't see it. Apparently, he's a mega talent. We've seen a little of him. It just there's just no reason for me to play him if he's that good and he just absolutely crushes here. So be it. I would play Jaeger and Sig and probably even Taylor Moore ahead of him. Uh, as we work down a little, are there names, you know, in the, in the mid sixes uh, chat brought up Joseph Bramlett. I don't even, let me see what Bramlett's been up to here. He's 6,500 smotherman is 6,600. Uh, any, any cases to be made for your last man in here? Yeah. You can get some hostler went to school. He's a Southern Cal guy, went to school at Texas and, you know, again, some of these UT guys getting some extra love, maybe going around the golf course this week. He's like 2.4% out. He's actually garnering attention in this range. He's the highest known, I believe, guy at his number and below 
Uh, yeah, that's true. At the moment, that's kind of weird to think about, but nominal ownership doesn't really matter. Uh, everybody's low owned here. I think Austin Smotherman's all right. I know that the Stewie was making the case for him in the chat there coming off a of 25th at the Wells Fargo, but he's just kind of another dude here in this spot. I'm curious what you think about James Hahn, because out of the middle of nowhere, we've now seen a top 30 at the Zurich, which can team play event seem to play pretty decently there. And then the ninth at the Wells Fargo, a top 10, it's very rare that you're going to find guys, you know, kind of coming in off a top 10 that are 6,600 and below. They generally get a little bit of a, a price hike. Just kind of going through some of his data seems to be a guy that's in some all right form there. 39th off the tee. It doesn't really help when that's going to be the best thing that you're drawing off of it. He's been positive in that regard the last five and I'm valuing it the least. And he's been negative in approach in four of his last five, but that putter 7.8 strokes game with the putter. Maybe that's just an absolute outlier thing, but Maybe coming off of a good week, some good juju. He's 1%. Why not? So, I, listen, when, when you're down here, you're just choosing best available. Basically, ownership is almost non-existent. Everyone's going to be very low owned. So I, I get it. The one thing with James Hahn that stands out immediately to me is that he just happened to spike the putting, and that's what did it. Nothing else changed in his game. Yeah. He had been sporting miscuts and losing strokes putting. Then he gained eight strokes putting at Wells Fargo, and he comes in nine. So he's going to need to do that again, but you're in a range that doesn't have a lot. Like I said, I think Smotherman is fine. Joseph Bramlett, it's been pretty rough with the irons. I don't really see it, to be honest. He could flip it, sure, but I'm not going to really try to dig too much here, and I don't think I need to go that much lower. There are some names. We'll get into it on the egregious list tomorrow night, but is there anyone that you want to make a case for sub-65? No, I mean, we're we're really getting thin down there. It's pretty I, bad. I mean, Sung Kang, we talked about it last year. He's a member at this golf course. That's kind of cool. But you know what the problem is? He probably isn't playing against everybody on the PGA Tour when he's back playing in his home games. So a little bit of a different situation here for Mr. Sung Kang. Um, but calves, uh, strokes gain calf muscles still, for those who don't know, you know, 15 years old. Hit, ne- hit balls next to him on the range, played against him in the U.S. Junior Am in uh, Columbia, Chevy Chase, Maryland at Columbia Country Club. Sung Kang had the biggest calves I've ever seen. Looks like a power lifter. So that's cool. Fun tidbit. Sung Kang is broken. He has been playing terrible, <laughs> terrible golf. Even at said he's Park. a member, whatever. He's got yeah, his, I- he gets to sleep in his own bed tonight. I do think the member thing is interesting, but I- I've also made the case that when you've played a course, and not that I would know this personally, but I would imagine – you play it as a member, you know where to hit it and where not, but they don't set it up the same as what you've played hundreds of times. And now you honestly could be lulled into a false sense of security on certain holes in terms of your misses. You, oh, I can miss it here. No problem. Not the case uh, for the PGA setup. Duffner is finally the min price. Well, oh my. Um, I'm not sure that I'll need to do it. His putter is as bad as anyone we've mentioned all show. My, my final point on that, and then we'll bounce on out of here, is if you're paying for that, you better be playing like JT and Scheffler and Decky, and that's why you want to do it. You, you, the opportunity cost of going that low is, is gigantic. You better be paying for it up top to say, I'm going to have a permutation that nobody else is going to have, and I just need that guy to make the cut to unlock it because I don't see much chance that any of these guys really crash the party. Nope, I don't either. Again, you you asked me to just bring somebody up. I thought it was fun to talk about Sung Kang. Yeah, that kind of a deal. Not? And and why not the barn rat? I love playing the barn rat here from time to time. It's it's not good. Doesn't feel good, but why not? 
6,300, I'll have like a share in 150. Cause yeah, I mean, I, I, it would suck for him to get in the mix and you just didn't have him that one week out of a hundred elite score when he put even like Mullinax that that would be my crazy play because mm-hmm. when Trey Mullinax does have it going on and he certainly doesn't right now but when he does crazy score kind of like Cam Champ in that regard can gain off the tee and gain with the putter but again I, I don't think that we need to do that so for my line of construction thoughts really going to keep it very generic this week kind of incremental builds I'm going to take one of my favorite top end guys pair him with one of my 9k guys a couple <laughs> in the eights a couple in the sevens Depending on how aggressive, I'll round it out with a six. I don't see as much stars and scrubs from me just because if you're really going aggressive with like a three, three, I'm not confident enough to find three guys that low this week. I think there's a pretty big drop off. Mike Campbell, Justin Leonard, I don't think has played a tournament since 2017 on the PGA Tour. So he's don't due. quote me on that. Don't quote me on that. Wait, but Justin Leonard is in the in the he's tournament? in the field. He's in the field. I was watching Golf Channel. I think they said that he hasn't played a PGA Tour event since 2017. I, I don't quote me again. I it's one of those things when you have the TV on late at night, 11 PM and grog. And I, I certainly didn't know. I don't think I've ever seen Justin Leonard in, in a tournament, but uh, good for him. I like yeah. Justin Leonard. See him on the TV, public service. Please don't play him. If you do send me <laughs> a head to head. Cause that's what we do here. And again, if you, if you're just tuning in, you're hopping in and you've stayed with us this whole time and you're not subscribed, what are you doing? Press subscribe right there. Join the community 76. That we're going to be at hundred K in 2022. It's going to be pretty wild. We're going to do some fun things there. And again, get inside the ropes, Yahoo, awesome. plus all those good things. And we do have some free things today. And then I will bounce on that. Area. We got free premium tools and data NBA player projections. MLB player projections, PGA player rankings, and the top stacks tool on the ice. Let's go Maple Leafs. That's a freebie. Think the Maple Leafs hold serve tonight back at home for me, for Eric, for Tyler behind the glass. Good luck, everybody, this week. You got questions, Jazz Raz DFS at Eric Lindquist. Enjoy the Byron Nelson and make sure to come back tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Me and Jason Roslin breaking it down, answering your questions. Until then, friends, good luck. We'll talk to you guys soon. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season test your skills on prize picks the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports just select two or more players pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats and place your entry it's as easy as that if you have the skills you can turn ten dollars into 250 dollars with just a few taps Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit 
up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.